Ben Jawalski, what's going on? I am super excited because it is CrossFit Games Week. I leave in a little under 48 hours, and I am so excited because pretty much the entire Wad Prep team is flying into Madison, Wisconsin, and obviously I get to hang out with you yet again. How's your week? They're they're already on their way, right? Your whole team's already left, or most of them? I think most, yeah, a lot of them have already left. Some of them are already there. Um, I just wasn't able to swing getting there this early. And I think we actually had some flight issues and hotel issues. But, um, yeah, I'm going to be there. That's what matters. I'll be there by Wednesday evening. Dude, that's why I'm glad I'm driving. I uh, was just talking to somebody about all the flight issues I've already seen from people getting stranded in Chicago and, you know, wherever their connections are. It's like I want nothing to do with flight right now. It's just crazy. Yeah, and it, honestly, if if it wasn't such a long drive, I, I might – try to consider it actually there's a few people i know here from colorado that are driving so heck maybe i'll just wing it on on tomorrow or wednesday or something like that <laughs> what time's your flight uh that's the problem i think my flight is in the afternoon oh never mind it's at 11 so we have a little bit of time before the chaos ensues oh there so you go 11 a.m it should hopefully be okay but i've been in the only way i've been able to make flying work is flying at like five in the morning and then there's no delays. It always, you know, it happens. But anytime I fly in the afternoon lately, it's just been a disaster. Right. There you go. Good stuff, dude. Good stuff. Well, I'm I'm leaving early in the morning. I'm already packed. I've got everything together. It's all in my car. All I got to do is go get to bed and get up early and roll into Madison. I'm so excited. Nice. How long of a drive is it? It's like eight hours. It's not bad. Not too bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to see people already posting stuff. I know we have a few masters athletes competing, um, uh, two specifically uh, that are one-on-one athletes with Wad Prep, and I'm super excited to watch them compete because they're, I think they're going to make a really strong showing. Yeah, what divisions are they in? Um, oh man, I should know this. Uh, so I think we have 60 to 64 women's and 65 plus women's. All right. We have Terry Carey and Patricia McGill. Those are, um, yeah, it's been so cool to watch them develop because they started with Wad Prep, obviously, by, you know, watching YouTube videos, buying a couple of our courses, and then, you know, kind of gradually fell into one-on-one coaching. And uh, they both have competed the games multiple times. So it's going to be fun to watch them. When someone signs up with you to do one-on-one coaching and they make the games, do you buy them their first bottle of Enduro Ball? Is that the rule? Is that how you do it? <laughs> yeah. So we uh, <laughs> we we actually have like a secret underground uh, steroid facility, and we just we just let them pick anything. We say, "Hey, come in, have anything you want." So listen, you can get Enduro Ball or testosterone. You can't have both though. Just one. Just one. You're not paying enough for both. So it's extra if you want uh, the two for one special. That is true. We, we do, we do limit them. Uh, we do one big dose and then, you know, just try to keep them on one. Uh, yeah, it's been crazy. All the people popping. I know that's kind of a, you know, outside of the scope of we, we talk about here, you know, focusing on master's division stuff and, and scaled athletes trying to learn how to go to RX. But, uh, even myself who doesn't pay attention to the CrossFit, you know, the main CrossFit games, it's kind of been crazy to, to see all the, uh, all the steroids being popped. I wonder why this year is different. I don't think it's significantly different, um, but I, I don't know. I We'll see. I mean, I guess let's wait and see how many get popped after the games. I was cynically joking with someone last night that, um, 
you know, the masters athletes don't get popped until the games. And every year there's like two or three, they on the podium get popped. And it's always, you know, at the masters division, it's almost always men and it's always testosterone. Occasionally, you know, there were a couple of women that got hit last year with it, but uh, you know, it's just like, that's like a pretty normal supplement for men over 50. So I've heard. It is. (laughs) I know, I know a lot of people who, who take it. Um, I haven't, haven't dabbled there yet. Um, but at, at some point in the future, like if, if my testosterone does dip a bunch, I might, because it does make you feel really, really good. And it helps your body function a little bit better. I'm no doctor. Uh, but a lot of the people I've talked to that actually have it diagnosed, uh, supplement or uh, have a diagnosed testosterone deficiency and they take it, they're like, yeah, you feel 15 years younger. Um, that sounds nice to me, but I don't need to feel 15 years younger. That would make me like I don't know, that maybe like 20. Well, I can uh, very sadly say that no one has ever accused me of doping, ever, <laughs> ever. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm broken up over it. I'm just clearly not fit enough for anyone to think that I could only achieve this through cheating. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah. he's definitely not cheating. Yeah. No and, and there's, I, you know, it's so funny because there's obviously this highlight of like all these people popping uh, but. I would venture to say the overwhelming majority of people who do CrossFit are not on steroids um, of any sort. Um, actually, I see uh, Megan's comment from Facebook is is about like, oh, should I feel proud to do RX stuff and say I'm steroid free? Yes, uh, but there are a lot of people like you. Um, but I, I think it's great to have a healthy lifestyle, you know, eating decent food, training really hard. Uh, like myself, I'm completely steroid free and I can rx pretty much all the movements and just today i got back from like a 25 mile rucking expedition weekend where i was carrying a 55 pound backpack and and honestly felt pretty solid throughout it no extra supplementation needed um so i'm i'm excited that crossfit is keeping me in shape to do the things outside of the gym which i I think is really important well i went and played new sports not new sports, but it played sports other than CrossFit over the weekend and blew my elbow out. So that's pretty exciting. That's good what, stuff. What does blowing your elbow out mean? What what happened? Uh meaning I can't use my right arm. <laughs> kind of so, so you're uh, saying our head to head workout is going to go really, really well on the Yeah, it's day. getting better. I have this huge knot right on the inside of my elbow. Uh, it, funny enough, so I was golfing and I I golf once a year. Once a year. That's it. And, um, I went on Wednesday, it was a, uh, work outing. Well, I got invited to a second outing on Saturday at a, with a CrossFit gym. And so in between that on Friday, I did a pretty hard workout that was very, you know, arm and joint intensive. It was devil, heavy devil's presses and toes to bar. And we had did heavy snatches beforehand, you know, so I'm put a lot of work on that arm after already playing some golf. And I go out on uh, Saturday morning, and I was warming up for God's sakes. And I heard it on the warm up uh, tee, you know, like, oh, I don't know what I did, just like an awkward swing, I guess. I guess it was just yeah. ready to go. It just hurt like hell. And so I have, like, you know, ironically, a golf ball sized knot, like right on the inside of my elbow. Interesting. And um, I was golfing with my doctor. And before anybody, you know, blows me up over the advice he's given me, he's an actual, he's a CrossFitter and he works with, um, uh, wild health which is also known as crossfit precision care you know, yeah he was so, on the he was on the yeah. podcast i forget which episode uh and i was yeah, actually Tom. texting him pictures of the elk that i found earlier today so yeah he said he's going to come to the wild prep party 
but excellent, um, excellent. Yeah, Tom's a good dude, and so I was golfing with him. And so I could basically only putt all day. He's bitching at me every time I pick up a golf club. He's like, quit swinging, <laughs> you know? And so by the end, I finally started taking his advice. I messaged him this morning. I'm like, hey, it still hurts. Should I be concerned? He's like, look, just don't do not do any mobility. Just rest it. And I'm like, hey, doctor's orders, no mobility, done. I can follow, I can follow that advice. And then by late afternoon, it started to feel a little better. I can stretch my arm all the way out now, but with pain, and it hurts to touch. So I feel like I've like got some sort of micro tear in there or something. It's just swollen. So I'm hopeful it'll be better in a couple of days, you know, until then uh, my mobility is going to be these high noon vodka sodas. I think that's going to fix it. I'll just hold it on my arm, get the swelling. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's interesting. So I actually want to point something out. Um, And again, I'm not the physical therapist, um, but uh, as a teaser, it does look like uh, Dr. CJ De Palma, the wad prep head coach slash physical therapist is on board to take my seat during the month of September while I'm living in the woods, you know, chasing animals around. (laughs) Um, So he'll be able to answer it a little bit more. But what I find interesting is, is you said you play golf like once a year. And then this happened to be the week where you played it twice. And I find that a lot of people, like people who pick up kind of like the quote unquote naggy injuries in CrossFit, a lot of them, I think, are from going to from zero to 100, right? Like a lot of people, oh, you know, like oh, I hurt myself doing kipping. And it's like, have you ever right. kipped before in your entire life? No. How many kipping pull-ups did you do in that workout? Oh, well, you know, I just did them all. So it was like 80. And it's like, yeah, no wonder. Um, if, if you just, if you have no graded exposure to something, like if I, let's say I didn't just walk a bunch. Um, let me try to find an example. Yeah, if I like, hopped on, hopped into a marathon and did, did a 26 mile road run tomorrow. Chances are I would get some, maybe some overuse, overuse injuries, some nagging injuries because I haven't been training road running for that level of volume. Right. Right. So it's like we, we, in everything we do, every sport, whether it's golf or whether it's CrossFit, we need to make sure that, especially as we like enter into it, we need to have that graded exposure you don't want to just go from zero to 100 in an unfamiliar movement. Um, and that golf swing, I imagine, is, is something that you haven't really done in anything else other than golf. And now, you know, here you are with a little bit of pain. Well, it probably doesn't help that it's a pretty ugly golf swing. Um, that too. That too. <laughs> that aside, you know, it's not my first injury. Um, you know, and it's the first one I've had in a long time, though. I haven't had a legit, like, where I had to stop and go, Oh shit, I think I'm actually hurt. Like, you know, I get aches and pains like everybody else, but this is the first time like it actually impacted sleep because it was hurting, you know, like I'm having to take some Advil for it and some other thing, you know, and do some other stuff. And, um, the, it's the first moment in a long time. I was like, all right, I got to really think about what's next. Right. And, you know, and so, you know, I try to think of it in the terms of advice I give people. And I took my own advice this morning. Like I did a workout here at home. I, funny enough, like I woke up and I'm like, all right, well, if Crooked River has a workout I can do, I'll go in and scale it. You know, I'll just go do their workout. I'll take my own advice and I'll go scale their workout. And you can't even make this shit up. Their workout was bench press and rope climbs. I'm like... (laughs) Like well, it's, it's almost that's, a, that's a bail workout, not a scale workout. Yeah. So I bailed it and I stayed home and I did uh, rounds of uh, two minutes on the C2 bike, dumbbell step ups. So dumbbell on my shoulder, 
and on my left shoulder, so I didn't have to use my right arm and uh, GHDs. Mm. You know, all movements I could do without having to use my arm. You know, so I, the advice I was trying to give myself was, well, don't do nothing. <laughs> go yeah. do something. Go run. Go bike. Go do something you can do and give it time to heal. And that's really all I'm trying to do now. Just get the swelling down and see I love where that. I am from there. Uh, I think CJ and I actually have a video uh, about this somewhere floating around on YouTube. Um, but what's so interesting is, is complete rest versus modified rest when it comes to injury and rehab. It's like, so like if I like really hurt my right shoulder and I just don't do anything to any part of my body for a really long time and I just sit around, uh, the, the rehabilitation process is normally a lot longer it, compared to if I still don't really use my right arm, right. but I go do other stuff, you know, with my legs and with my left arm and like the, the body loves movement. So I think that's amazing that you, you made sure that you didn't expose your elbow to more pain, but you were able to get into the gym and do something. And I think that's uh, that's something that all of our listeners really should, should keep in mind. It's, it's one thing to be like banged up from a recovery standpoint, like today coming back from this big trip I just did, like I'm resting tomorrow. Like my body is, is beat to a pulp. Right. Um, the whole thing right, <laughs> is beat. But if I had just overworked one area of my body, I, rather than taking a complete rest day, sometimes you can, you can modify and, and expose your body, expose the parts of your body that have not been fatigued at all to something. And a lot of times you're going to feel a lot better on the back end of that. Yeah. My thought was, it's like, I don't know. I didn't want to just sit around. I knew I'm resting tomorrow because I'm driving, which is not really a rest, but it's also mm-hmm. not a real workout either. It's just, just a pain, you know? Yeah. And then our week's going to be real kind of helter skelter. Like you and I have that workout we have to do together where I'm going to beat you. And, you know, I've, so I got a plan for that. And then we've got, uh, you know, I wanted to get in a couple other days. So I need it to heal between now and then if I'm going to get any actual workouts in, but I've also kind of resolved myself to thinking, all right, well, Worst case scenario, worst case, I'm going to start tracking my damn steps at the CrossFit games Yeah, and, and push them up. Like, I mean, you, you already know you're going to get 15,000 steps. Walking you're going to get a lot of so, steps in at the games. So, you know, like I'm trying not to be too depressed about it. It'll be fine in a few days, but still, yeah, I, I understand. It's very, it came back to me very quickly how easy it is to get, uh, depressed or let down or sad when you have some sort of injury. And I think the way to overcome that is to have a plan and to yeah. know what's next. And when you just like kind of go into the day and go, well, I'll see how it feels tomorrow. And then I'll make a plan. Don't do that. Like make a plan in advance. If it's better, you can change your plan, but if it's not better, stick to your plan and you'll feel better about what you're doing. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. speaking all. of plans, uh, I know we, you know, brainstormed a couple of things uh, about, what to talk about tonight. Let's talk a little bit about the CrossFit games because this is a unique experience or a unique opportunity where we can actually meet some of the people uh, listening to Scale and Bail or for those tuning in live on the Wad Prep YouTube channel or Wad Prep Facebook or Scale and Bail YouTube channel, uh, wherever you're tuning in from, right. uh, you, we can actually meet people face to face. What do we have lined up this week? I think there's a head to head workout that. Now I feel really good about it. First of all, it's a really short workout, Ben. It's so short, I actually would have a chance. That's oh, the thing. No. Well, so when she messaged, she's like, it's nine uh, sandbag thrusters, nine burpees over the sandbag, uh, nine air squats. 
I'm like, all right, well, for how long? Is it like a nine minute AMRAP? She's like, no, that's the whole workout. I'm like, shit, I could, I might actually win Wait, in not, a 20. 20- that's it. There's, there's 27 total reps. I know. I think in a 27 rep workout, we actually might, might be competitive. Here's I don't my, know. With, with the length of your femurs, John, I, I think, I think my thrusters uh, will just outpace yours. See, that's what I was going to say though, is that you've got those little T-Rex arms and the short little stubby legs. Yeah. And so you're going to be way fast and you're closer to the ground. So you have a huge advantage. Huge advantage. Huge advantage. If I don't double your time, I would say it was a fail. Or if I don't uh, cut your time in half, I mean, I'd say that you win. <laughs> this will be the first. The I'm going to pretend it's Fran and say it's the first workout I've ever done under two minutes. It's going to be great. <laughs> I can't wait to see you with one arm doing those thrusters and I get to use two. I mean, this is going to be great. Well, this is like on Thursday, so I'm I'm hopeful my arm will be better by then. We'll okay. see. And I don't and know how heavy the sandbag is. I have no in idea. In case anybody wants to come by and watch, uh, what are the details? I think I actually have it here. It's, it's at the fire booth. So there's yeah. a booth for forging youth resilience. Uh, FYR, if you're if you're looking for their logo, and it'll obviously be like in the vendor village, I assume. And it's at two p.m. on Thursday. Is that correct? Yep. Sweet. Yep. Yeah, that's great, Charity. So we're doing that. Uh, when's the wide prep party with the wide prep party? Yeah. So actually, let me. I'm gonna try to find the website. We have the wad prep party. Um, of course, I'm not gonna be able to find the the URL wad prep dash party dash live. I think. Let's find out if that's it. Nope, it's not it. So I'm just gonna wing it. Uh, so, so the wad prep party uh, is on Friday night. Um, there's an RSVP link, so it will definitely be, let's see, we can maybe put it in the show notes. Um, or if you go to my Instagram, I'm going to be posting all about it. Or if you're on the wad prep email list, you're going to get an email about it. Um, at least three times this week. Uh, but it's Friday night at 8 PM downtown Madison. I forget exactly what bar it's at, but it's a, we've had a whole place blocked off. We actually are going to have like a photo booth this time. So that'll be really cool because um, in years past, the photos have just been horrendous. Uh, but we actually have a photo booth this time. And then if you show up and you're the first, I forget how many people, uh, you're going to get a, at least one drink coupon. I'll probably have some food available. It'll be a great time. John will be there. So we'll have someone famous there. Um, and then I can take pictures of you and John uh, when you show up. I think it's going to be fun. And then, you know, we'll be hanging out. So people will find us. If you guys want to find us, just DM us. We're easy to track down. I'll be wearing my Meme Lord shirt. That's pretty exciting. Have I shown you a photo? No, I don't think so. Oh, so here's what I did. I wonder if I can throw it up on the screen. I got to see if I can figure this out. You know what? I'll just hold my camera up. I'll just hold my camera up. I I reached out to Barbell Voodoo, and I'm like, hey, Noble has come out with these uh, camo shirts, and you put the athlete's name across the bottom, and it has their affiliate and the name of the affiliate. I'm like, can you do me a shirt that looks just like it, but I want to say Meme Lord. Cause I want to wear it around. Nice. And so they, he made me this. Can you see that's that? That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. That's perfect. I love it. Also, I love the, I have a, a noble camo shirt that they gave me when I worked at the, uh, I worked at the forging youth resilience summer camp. I came and volunteered and did a double under seminar. I talked about it a couple episodes ago and noble showed up, man. I mean, they gave them, I think all the kids got like, I got three pairs of shoes. The kids got like four pairs of shoes, shirts, stuff like that. Uh, And I got to admit, the shirt is pretty fire. 
Like I, I really like the shirt. Uh, shoes, I'm not quite there yet, but I appreciate their effort. Uh, but man, that the shirt, I was like, ooh, if it just the logo is a bit big. But you don't man, love the no bull shoes? Um, no. I for whatever reason, I just uh, I wear them when I play pickleball because pickleball just destroys shoes instantly. So I get you know a couple weeks out of them, and then they're toast. But uh, yeah, I just I it, this is too tough for me. Um, just, I really like the canvas shoe. I'm bringing two pairs of no bulls on this trip. I, have, I really like the canvas pair and then a pair of high tops that I haven't worn very often. But uh, high tops, hops, they look good. They look real good. Yeah. Those, those would is, be my going out shoes. Which is what matters, right? Yeah. That's what matters. Is they don't need to be comfortable as long as they look good. Who, yeah. who cares? Have you seen any of the workouts that they've posted so far? I have not, but I'm in a group chat. Uh, I literally just got back into service like two hours ago so i'm still catching up on messages but i noticed that uh there are a lot of chatter happening like people love the workouts or something like that yeah so the the event number one we can talk about maybe how to scale this if we're on scale and bail i really like this one um four time 75 toes to bar five mile bike ride 75 chest to bar five mile bike ride Ooh. And it looks like it's a Trek bike. Is this, oh, is it on grass, you think? Uh, that I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if it's on grass or not. The photo's in grass, but I have no idea. Let's see. It says, bike to work will traverse multiple terrains as athletes race for 100 points. So, yeah, probably. Looks like mountain bikes. So, I'm going to make an educated guess that it's grass and dirt and lots of other stuff. That's pretty cool, though. Uh, what would you, any, what, if you're going to do this, I know it's a very broad question, but for those of us that are average people and not games athlete, what would be your suggestion to scale? Can you read it to me one more time? Let me, let me think yep. about it. Cause obviously, I mean, you can scale down the distance of the bike, but give me a, give me a run through one more time. Yeah. Se- 75 toes to bar, five mile bike, 75 chest to bar, five mile bike. Yeah, so some, I mean, that's really interesting that they're mis- mixing uh, gymnastics with a single modality um, thing like a bike, especially like a mountain bike, because those suckers are freaking slow if they're driving, if they're yeah. riding on like on uh, grass. Uh, it's definitely a leg burner. Um, but for a workout like that, that's a clear, let's scale the reps. Like you could do that workout and simulate it, no problem. Just 75 toes to bar and 75 chest to bar is quite a bit for probably the average listener. So <laughs> it's a, quite a bit for the above average listener. That's a lot yeah, of toes. It, it's, to bar. A, it's a lot for everyone, especially because it's in a row, right? It's not like we're yeah. partitioning it. So I would suggest scaling that down. Um, I mean, you could do a, a couple mile bike ride, 25 toes to bar, couple mile bike ride, uh, 25 chest to bar. Or I, I probably messed up the order. Um, but that, that's one way you could scale it down is just scaling the reps. Um, and then obviously, you know, like I mentioned before, you can scale reps and you can scale ROM, ROM being range of motion or like scaling the movement down. So you want to try that workout and you can't quite do toes to bar yet. Number one, you should buy my toes to bar course. Uh, <laughs> and then number two, in the meantime, while you're learning how to do the toes to bar through my course, toes to bar transform you can do something like a knee tuck, like a kipping knee tuck or a kipping leg lift. Um, and then for the chest to bar, infinitely scalable, right? So we can scale it down to just simple chin over the bar pull-ups, or we can scale it down to kip swings, or we could do, you know, way less strict pull-ups or some sort of band. 
there's a lot of different options there. But I would start by keeping the full range of motion. So keep the toes to bar, keep the pull-ups, keep the bike, and then just tone down the volume a little bit. So so narrow, you know, make the reps smaller and the distance smaller. I always try to look at it and go, all right, what's the stimulus? And I I don't know Adrian who programmed this at all. Or well, I do, but I don't, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to make an educated guess that the stimulus is these two gymnastics movements for a games athlete there. It's enough reps that it would be impossible to go unbroken. Correct. Or damn near impossible. I mean, then maybe somebody could, but there's no, no one will do that unbroken. Yeah. No one will. I'm just saying they, they could, but no one would, but they should be able to continually work and work at a fast pace. So I think the stimulus for the average athlete like us is to figure out if you're going to do toes to bar and you can actually do toes to bar, What's your max rep before you have to quit continually working? Meaning like for me, for toes to bar, I could probably get to 45 or 50 before I'd be down into singles. Mm-hmm. And if you're in singles, you're done because mm-hmm. you're no and, longer and, and, and this, in this workout. Yes. For this workout, you're no longer holding the stimulus and same way for chest to bar. Like how many you can do until you're no longer kind of working at that pace that is expected, you know? So I would, yeah. I would think first about reps, you know, should you scale the reps? And if you're not proficient at the movement, should you be doing knee raises, knee tucks, normal pull-ups, pull-ups with a band, uh, ring rows, you know, there's like so many different things you can do than chest to bar. And then that bike's probably just a distance problem for most people. It would be for me, like 10 miles a bike. That's a long workout, dude. Yeah. I mean, it all depends on, what the course looks like. Um, I imagine it's going to be pretty flat. I mean, after all, we are in Madison, Wisconsin. So the five miles won't be, it still is, it still is going to be pretty sprinty. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a great workout. I, I love that they're mixing in like a CrossFit movement with the single. Normally we just see like just a pure bike or a pure swim, pure run. But like, I like that they're throwing some CrossFit movements in early. I think that's really cool. So here's a fun one. So then the second workout, individual event, 2A, 2B, uh, from zero to two minutes, you run 400 meters. They're calling it a shuttle run. I've never done a 400-meter shuttle run, but I'm guessing they're going to go out 200 meters and come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, run 400 meters, and then you do max jerks. So within that two-minute time frame, you got to run, and you'll do max jerks. So I'm going to make an educated guess that most of these uh, – there's no one on that field, no one that's going to do faster than probably a minute, 12, minute, 15. No one. Yeah. It'll be real close. Like nobody's going to do that, um, which means they'll have 45 seconds to do jerks. Rest one minute. From three to six minutes, run 600 meters, max jerks. Same, same time period, two minutes? Uh, three minutes. Oh man. Three to six minutes. So they get a three minute, they got to run a 600 meter. So when you think about it, it's kind of the same stimulus. They're going to get about 45 seconds Mm. to do jerks. And then from, they rest, rest two minutes. So just enough time to realize this really sucks. (laughs) And then from eight to 12 minutes. So a four minute time frame, run 800 meters Max jerks. Ooh, so, I so like then, that. That's yeah. a great workout. I really think that's cool. Um, well, yeah. Until I tell you that the, the weight is 200 pounds for the women, 300 pounds for the men. 
What? Oh my god! So you basically have. I'm estimating. I was expecting it to be like 185. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I'm estimating that the average games athlete, the average runner, like there are a few of those guys, like Gee, for instance, can run these really fast. He's a great runner, but like right, he's going to smash this workout because his jerk is also heavier than I think everyone in the field. Yeah, this one's like way in his wheelhouse. But like the average athlete out there is going to run a 400 meter in about a minute 10. Minute 10 to a minute 15. That's going to be the average. So they're going to have 45 seconds, which means when they're running 600 meters and 800 meters, they're still going to have 45 seconds to do as many jerks as they can at either 200 pounds or 300 pounds. Did I hear correctly that they're doing this off of blocks? Um, I don't know. Let me see. I think someone uh, that might've been a master's workout, but I think someone on my team, as I was catching up on messages, mentioned that the jerks were being taken from blocks, which I think is really cool. Um, wow. That's going to be fascinating. I mean, like there's going to be people who are push jerking that no problem, uh, in the men's field. Will if, if it's going from blocks, will we see a lot of people cycling them or will we see people like jerk, drop reset i mean whew, that's a big well, question i mean it's, it's that's, complete that's as many shoulder to overheads as possible so right. so i don't know yeah i think mean, that's that's uncharted territory uh reps at 300 or reps at 200 for the women on a jerk that's uh wow that's gonna be awesome i mean it looks like the score i'm trying to figure out what the how the scoring is done shuttle to overhead will be scored as two separate hundred point events Shuttle to overhead A will be the athlete's total time to complete the three runs. So you kind of so oh. it looks like you looks like you really have to make a choice here. Do you want to run hard as hell and collect your hundred points and and not be able to do a lot of jerks, or wow, you know, would you balance it out, or do you just you know get over so there here's, and do some jerks as you can? I don't know. Yeah, I think in this workout you identify where you're like like let I bet you there's some people in the field that are like, oh my gosh, like. I'm not gonna be able to jerk that more than like one or two times. Like they know that they're, they're not going to be able to do th that many. Um, so in that case, their only salvaging thing because they can't cycle that weight is to really, really push the run in right. hopes to buy points on the run. Um, whew, man, that's going to be fun. That's, that's, that's a totally new twist because for, if it was just the jerk weight, then it's a pure strength workout where it's like, you can, like for Gee, he could, you know, kind of run at 85% and then just be able to rep that barbell, no problem. However, now you can't run at 85% because you have some people who aren't going to do well in the barbell just going absolute max effort and, and smashing your run score. I can't wait to watch that. When does that happen? Uh, that's the second event. So I'm trying to find the date. It's probably day one. I, here's what I would, if I were coaching this, and then we'll talk about how to scale it. If I were coaching it, it would depend a little on the athlete, but for most of them, I'd go run hard mm -hmm. and let the jerks figure themselves out. And the reason being is the odds of you having a lot of tie scores in the jerks are pretty high because you only are, you're going to have a very limited amount of time, regardless of how fast everybody can run, but you very likely will not have as much of a tie on the running portion you have a much bigger window to have separation right and, and a single second could be the difference between second and third or third and fourth and and so on and so forth mm -hmm. so, so i would focus on the run 
if I were coaching it because there's no chance I'll ever do this in person. Yeah. Um, From a scaling perspective, honestly, we go back to the same thing, scale, scale reps, then scale ROM. So the way I would scale, let's say the, the ROM here again, range of motion is, it's kind of, it's not really range of motion, but uh, I would keep the time domain probably, but I would adjust the run accordingly. So for, a lot of listeners that two minute window to do a 400 and, and get some jerks in, you might like hardly have any time to do any jerks. So I would maybe make it, you know, for a normal human being, it could be a 200 meter run or a right. 300 meter run and into a heavy jerk. Um, and I would just caution everyone. Like if we're going like, obviously this is supposed to be a, a heavy jerk. I would venture to say, let me just do a quick calculation here. Um, I would venture to say that this is about 85% of the perceived one rep max for a lot of people. Right. Um, I'm judging that based on, on about 350 pounds. So the 300 pounds is 85% of 350 pounds. I'd say roughly if you take about 85% of your one rep max jerk and then use that as your weight, that's still really heavy. So be ca- be careful. If your form's not too dialed in and you're sloppy and you're dropping the barbell all over the place and you, and you don't have jerks, so you're going to have to, or you don't have jerk blocks, so you have to re-rack every weight. I would maybe bump down to maybe 70% and then cycle some, uh, some jerks with that. But uh, yeah, scale, shorten the distance of the run, keep the time domain the same, and then play around with your percentage. Uh, no more than 85% of your one rep max jerk. I would probably go a lot lighter because these guys, 85% and girls, uh, these, the 85% of their one rep max, they're going to make it look beautiful. It's going to be perfect. Right. But for us, Normal human beings, 85%, it still doesn't necessarily look that good. Um, so just keep that in mind. If it were, if I were coaching this, uh, for anyone that happens to be a coach listening, my suggestion would be instead of running, turn it into like an echo bike or an assault bike and do one-minute bike, one-minute jerks, rest one minute, two-minute bike, one-minute jerks, rest two oh, minutes. Like three minute bike, one minute jerk. Cause that's the stimulus when you look at yeah. it, like they're expecting these athletes to get 45 seconds to probably a minute 15 worth of, of jerk time in. Right. I jerk. think, I think the, the one thing though here is like you could in that particular instance, you could, um, you could slow down your pace on the bike and, and it still is a minute long, but I, I, I guess it would work if you're trying to go for max calories. Um, yeah, I like it. I think, I think it's a yep. good version. Hey, I'm throwing your party sign up on the screen here. Wideprep.com backslash CrossFit, CrossFit, CrossFit dash party dash sign up backslash. So it's on the screen. Yeah. And then yeah, wideprep.com CrossFit dash party dash sign dash up. So CrossFit party sign up with dashes in between. I think these workouts look good though. For for the first two, they're different. Um, the that running jerk one will be fun to watch. Like these are good viewer workouts as long as they have you know good uh, camera angles because you can't obviously can't follow them around on the bike. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. And I'm kind of interested to do some of these. Yeah. This will this will be a blast. Um, that combined with the fact that, I mean, it's just such an awesome energy being there. Um, I know like just you and I just walking around, going to all the different booths, you know, hitting workouts at, at the fire booth. I, I 
I really, really love meeting people in the community because I get a lot of, I mean, we both get a lot of comments about, you know, Hey, I've used your content to, you know, either laugh more in your, in your case or, uh, or make fun of people in your case or, uh, or like, Hey, use your content to do my first pull-ups, you know, thank you so much. Um, so if you are at the CrossFit games, please don't be shy. Like, even if you think it's John Woolley, even if you think it's the meme Lord, go say hi. Um, give him a high five. And if it's not, you know, if you rub his head and it turns out not to be the meme Lord, then it's just some other bald guy that's, you know, strikingly handsome. So I'm sure he'll appreciate it. <laughs> uh, well, there, there will be more than one uh, bald guy with a beard there. So yeah, if you see a bald guy with a beard and glasses, you go rub his head and it turns out to be Justin Kotler. That's the head coach of underdogs athletics. <laughs> that's not me. We he just, needs look, a, we just he needs a head rub because Daniel left, you know, yeah, we look a lot alike, but make sure you say to him, "Oh, I thought you were John," because he knows me, so he'll, yeah. he'll he'll absolutely appreciate it, to say the least. Love it. Uh, hey, let's talk about the mid show sponsor, Third Z. You still taking your Third Z? Uh, it's been a couple of days because I've been in the woods. Uh, I didn't sleep that well last night. It could have been because we were on top of a mountain. It also could have been because I didn't have my Third Z. But mm-hmm. I assure you, I am I'm salivating thinking about taking it tonight. Well, I'm telling everyone listening. Go get you some third Z collagen protein. I take this stuff every night and dude, I've never been sleeping better. And I honestly think that's why my elbow feels better so much quicker than I thought it would. Like I'm only on day two, so it should still hurt, but man, there's just like, I'm in the mindset now, like stay in bed. I keep telling myself, don't get up early, stay in bed as long as you can get as much sleep as you can go back to sleep. And this stuff like, it doesn't knock me out, but it lulls me off into sleep. Like I just kind of coast into a deep sleep and then I stay there and it's great. Sleep is know. the ultimate fitness hack. So what all, what all the research is, is showing is, is there's often times where sleep would be much more beneficial to most people than going to the gym and working out. So a lot of people who, who go and do those super early minute morning workouts uh, just because that's the only time they can work out and they actually aren't getting enough sleep, they're totally counterproductive. But if you can get both, that's that's the win. So, uh, yeah, big, big fan of doing anything to help you sleep more and sleep with intention. I think that's what's cool about like supplements in general. I don't promote very many of them. Like there's a few that I take and third is one of them. But if the supplement makes you care more about the activity, like if the supplement, if the pre-workout supplement makes you want to go to the gym, great. If the pre-bed supplement makes you care about your sleep routine, outstanding. So big win. And then it also helps that the the active ingredients are actually scientifically backed. That helps there, too. There is something to be said for that. Like I do feel like my routine now where like I get out my glass and I make it, like my body starts going, all right, this is happening. Yeah. You know, like, yep, so I think, I think there is some truth to that. At least I feel it. I don't have any scientifically backed data other than my own. I know how I feel when I do it. Just vibes, um, man. Just vibes, baby. Just vibes. But I, you know, I can say like, I get hit up to take a lot of stuff. People send me stuff all the time. I've tried so many things. I don't even look at the label. So like, here, try this. And I just pop it in my mouth. Like I, anyone <laughs> could roofie me. I'm probably so going to get popped for steroids. they be like, Oh, it must've been one of those random pills. It took. <laughs> I think I've told this story before, but last year at the games, this kid, he's an entrepreneur, nicest kid. And I, I feel terrible because I forget his name. I had him on the show and he comes up to me. He's like, Hey, I make this protein shake and it's terrific. And you really like it. 
and he hands me this little bottle and it's like this big and it has no label on it. It's got like a little cork in it, clearly made on its own. It's like this milky liquid. And I'm like, oh, you made that? And he's like, yeah. And I pop it open and just chug it, you know? Nice. It's like no thought whatsoever what he just given me. You, know? you, like, met, you had met him, what, eight seconds previously? Yeah, pretty much. Nice. So I'm, I'm one of those guys and somebody goes, oh, I got puppies in this paneled van. I probably would jump right in. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, my point is I take, you know, I, I feel like I've tried a ton of different supplements and sleep has always been a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. And I've tried all that uh, stuff you shouldn't do, which is like Tylenol PM and NyQuil and, right. you know, and that stuff works if you want to be knocked out and have like a sleep hangover. Right. Um, but that's what I'm loving about Thursday. There's like no sleep hangover. Like I wake up, I feel great. I'm refreshed. I jump up and I'm off, I'm, you know, hobbling about my day like the old man that I am. Um, but it's Love great. It. It's good stuff. So go to thirdzy.com, T-H-I-R-D-Z-Y.com. Our code is SCALES, S-C-A-L-E-Z-Z-Z. And uh, you'll get 25% off. And DM us and let, let us know what you think of it. I'd love some feedback on it uh, if you buy it. So, all right, on to the show. What else are we talking about, Ben? Let's get some questions. we got a lot of people in the chat, a lot of people uh, following who, uh, who has questions for us. Let's answer something. We'll get this uh, party sign up off the board here. Yeah. Are, are you doing anything else uh, exciting over the weekend? Obviously, um, I'm excited to actually go to the uh, – it's no longer Fit Aid. It is the O2 Recovery Lounge. Uh, I'm excited to drink a lot of O2 this weekend because our buddy Dave is the owner. Yeah. So maybe I can – I'll try I'm to gonna, uh, find I'm him gonna... and give him some – talk some smack to him. Well, so I'll I'll bring you along. I'm going to do a guest bartending gig uh, for him. Oh, I'll be there. I'm going to annoy you. At I'll be at the bar and just just pestering you. First of all, I already told him I'm not really bartending. I'll hang out at the bar and talk to people. I'm not pouring drinks because I mean, here's my complaint with having a bartend. People want to get too fancy. They're like, oh, give me a Cuba Libra, and it's like really just a rum and coke. I'm like, just call it what it is. Just tell me what the ingredients are. I want to see, I want to see how good you are at shaking the O2 yeah. with the with the alcohol that they're mixing with it. I just want to hey, see what your shaker game is. Dude, I can make a killer O2 margarita. I totally killer. Consider it as as long as you can make it for me. You just have to be my right. bartender once. That's all I will ask. I got you. Uh, but anyway, we're going to hang out with Dave. Uh he's got a he's got a couple of parties that are going on, so that'll be uh that'll be fun. But other than that, I, I honestly don't have a lot of like I'm not podcasting. I'm going to get a chance to hang out with Nikki some, which I haven't not seen her in, in forever. And it's the first time I'll get to see her baby. So that's exciting, too. Amazing. And um, other than that, I re- mostly just want to walk around and meet people and get feedback from the two shows and and see what people like and don't like and kind of help us shape the future. That's what I always get out of it. I did a lot of episodes last year and it drove me crazy. I just, I didn't feel like I got as much out of it as I wanted to. You know what I mean? Like I got good content, but I didn't get to talk to people. Sure. Like people out on, like I talked to the guests. I didn't get to talk to people actually listening. And that's what I want to do this time. Yeah. So. And that's a, for everyone. So I get DMs all the time on Instagram. Like, Hey, love the, love the show. Listen to the show. Um, and if you want to help us, the best thing that you can do is not just say, Hey, love the show. Tell us why. Say, hey, love the show, especially that episode when you did X, Y, Z. Or love the show, my favorite episodes are the Q&As. Or, 
you know, love the show, but my goodness, it's been awful lately because of X. Like, right. even even if it's negative, even if you're like, hey, used to like the show, I hate it now because of like share it because more constructive feedback, even if it's negative, helps us shape the direction of the show. And what's great is that John and I, over the coming week, we get a lot of FaceTime together. We're going to be hanging out a lot and we're going to get to rub shoulders with people who are listeners. So please, again, don't be shy, but we'll also be able to brainstorm. We'll also be able to kind of set the intention for the next year or so of podcasting. And that's going to help steer the ship. So it's, it's up to you to steer the ship in the right direction. If you want to keep making this an awesome, fun podcast, then it's your job to help us. So please give us feedback. Uh, Doug Ratz is asking, what are you most excited for at the games? I'm going to enhance this question. Is there, is there a specific athlete you're most excited to see a specific event? Is it just the event itself? Like what are you excited for, Ben? All right. I have three things. Oh, here we go. Number one, I am absolutely super duper excited for the Watt prep party because every year, of course it blows me away how many people show up and like random, like people I'm like, what? Like, why are you here? I didn't know you liked water. Oh, yeah. Like we had Chandler Smith show up one, one year. Uh, I definitely don't expect him to show up again this year. Cause he was cramping uh, after having just qualified for the, the next day of the games. But uh, yeah, we, we had a lot of really interesting people to show up. Um, so that's the first thing. Second thing for me is this also is serving as the wad prep team retreat. So I'm actually going to be meeting some of my team that like I've never met in person, like uh, Charlie, she's flying in from the UK right? Like we have a bunch of people coming in internationally that I've hardly ever got to see in actually real life. So that's another big one. Um, and then number three, obviously that would be hanging out with you, but you were asking about specific athletes. Uh, number three is, is I, I care about the wide prep athletes. Like I, I frankly don't really care about the, like the main show. I, I hope it's really close. Like I, I kind of don't like it when it's a, when it's a runaway, you know, victory. I hope it's a, final workout decides the champion kind of thing. I am so excited to watch our two masters athletes compete Uh, again, uh, Patricia McGill, Terry Carey. And then we actually have a ton of other athletes uh, competing in the master's division who have followed wad prep and use wad prep uh, skill courses and wad prep Academy to help them with their various skills. So I'm just, I'm excited to see the people who, who basically are bringing wad prep to the games uh, because they're the ones that are, supporting us and they're the ones who pay the bills and, and pay the salaries of all these amazing people and and tell their friends and it's just it's going to be a good time and we're actually running like a really big sale this week to celebrate the games happening uh, so that's fun but what about you john um I'm, i have a number of things i'm excited about uh i'm excited to see some of the adaptive athletes uh you know i do yes. the whole campaign for them raised um gosh around 13 grand if you can believe that And uh, made some really nice donations, still kind of working out the final details with the international athletes, but I got it figured out finally and I'm getting those guys paid. So that's exciting. And so I'm excited about meeting some of the adaptive athletes. Uh, There's a bunch of athletes that I've developed friendships with over the years that I never get to see in person that I talk to a lot. Like Danny Spiegel is a good example. Someone she comes on the other show all the time. She's a good friend. We're texting today back and forth, you know, but I never see her. So like, I'm kind of excited just to get five minutes and go, Hey, how are you doing? You know, like see him yeah. face to face. And then there's, you know, any number of uh, relationships I've built over the years where, you know, I'll give you an example. Um, Dave Newman, who came on our show uh, from Great our smart gear. 
he actually he donated gave a fantastic donation to the adaptive campaign and you know it's like it's a chance to get to see him and hang out and and talk shop and see what's important to him and find out how we can help and that sort of thing so yep it's uh that part of it's really fun and then you know last and definitely not least i've mentioned it already i just love meeting people like as someone who does like you that creates a lot of things you know getting to talk to people and find out what's important to them uh is important to me you know because i that's really where i talked particularly around this podcast where you meet people that are in the same boat I am, you know, they're masters athletes they're scaled athletes or they don't want to go to the games. They don't want to be competitive. They just want to feel good and be there for their kids and have longevity. And it gives me the chance to like really find out, you know, well, what are the things that they worry about? Cause like, I don't worry about all the same things. And so getting that feedback is really important. So yeah, I, all of it, you know, and then, you know, burgers, beer, cheese curds. Yes. <laughs> Actually, and Miggy's Bakes. Miggy's Bakes. They gave me a care pack. Someone in the Madison area randomly, I don't know if they paid for it or if they were just like, hey, they went to this local bakery and they just delivered a box full of goodies at my hotel room. And it, the company is called Miggy's Bakes and is the best baked goods I've ever had in my entire life. Like the craziest cookie things you've ever seen. Um, so that's, I'm, that's actually number four for me is, is Mickey's bakes. It's amazing. All right. I, I did a podium prediction show last night, but I want to know who you're picking. Who, do you, who do you have picked men and women and affiliate? Had, so this is a, a not necessarily, it's a little bit uh, aligned, but you guys heard it here. Maybe first, I'm not sure. And maybe I'll get in trouble, but I will never say who my source is. This is rich Froning's last competition. Mm, okay. I have that from a very trusted source. Um, <laughs> I'll, which is, I'll believe it when I see it. Which is pretty interesting. Uh, I'll just, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to give anything away, but um, I would. I would bet the house on it. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see if you're. I've not heard that at all. So, we'll but see I'm also right. losing my house in the divorce. So, uh, so they can take that. With it could just be. The, it could just be the stress talking. Right. We don't know. Well, what about yes. podium predictions? Who do you think? So, why don't we start the men? Because I think everyone agrees on the women. So, what do you think? For I mean, it's. I think Medeiros. I mean, he he proved it at the at the Rogue Invitational. I mean, he crushed people at the Rogue Invitational. Yep. So, unless Medeiros makes a mistake, I, I don't. I don't know if I see anyone beating him because he's he's very well rounded. So, I, I don't think it's going to be blowouts like Frazier, but and then obviously Tia again, like barring any injuries. Uh, but that's what's crazy is like, I mean, injuries happen. Accidents happen. Like, look at what every time, every year, a freaking wheel falls off a bike. It's why they shouldn't be using Trek. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it, it, something might happen. And if the door's left open, it'll be interesting to see who rises to the top. But if not Medeiros, uh, then Belner, because he's just like Medeiros. He's so well-rounded. Um, that's pretty much all I know. Yeah, I had uh, Medeiros, uh, Pancheck, Saxon, and Pat in my one, two, three spot because they're all super consistent. And yeah. and bluntly, I think any that could flip in any direction you wanted it to flip. And then on the women's side, I, Tia is just absolutely. It won't even be close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not even going to. It'll be the biggest blowout of the of the of ever probably. It feels. It feels. I feel bad sometimes saying that. Like it's. I feel you know a little bit like. I'm insulting the other athletes to say, well, you have no chance of beating Tia. 
but I mean, damn, she's five in a row and she, like, she just crushed the Torium pro. Like, but how cool would it be if someone comes out of the woodwork out of nowhere and challenges like that would be cool to watch. So I'm very excited. I think the athletes that could challenge her are still a year or two away. Yeah. They're all, and she'll be gone by then. Yeah. They're all still freshmen. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I also think on the team side, uh, if, if you're right, Rich is going to win his final competition. I don't, you know, I don't know if he's leaving or not, but I don't think anyone's going to take that trophy away from mayhem. Yeah. Just not going to do it. And as much, and I say that with all due respect and love for Annie, because I love me some Annie Thor's daughter. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've loved Annie for 10 years now, but how can you not? I know she's great, but you and know, everyone like, re fell in love with her uh, last year. Like why, that snatch event, like I was just like, wow, I forgot how much I love Danny. She's incredible. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it's still it's a team event, and they've had one season, not even a full season, really, to train together. Mm-hmm. You know, where Rich's team has been intact and and training hard down at Mayhem, and Rich is a hell of a good coach. Like I don't see anybody beating him, but you know, well, you said it injuries happen and weird stuff happens out there. So mm-hmm. you never know. Yeah. Never know. It's going to be a fun week. I love it. I'm super excited. I know. And we'll scroll the questions here. See if we got any other, uh, any other questions coming in from anyone. I'm excited to watch all this. I do want to watch some of the masters competition, mostly because I like to feel bad about myself and my lack of capabilities at this age group comparatively. I love like people who make age excuses, uh, you know, and I believe me, I'm, I'm not there yet to like poo poo on that, but there's so many people I know that's like, Oh, I'm 50 something. And I can't, I can't do any of that. Like it's impossible for anyone that old. To do. And then it's like, take a look at this 60 plus picture of the guys and the girls. And they're like, <laughs> they're like the most fit people you've ever seen. So uh, they, I think they really, really serve as inspiration to, to what the human body is capable of, even at, you know, quote unquote, right. old age, they're redefining what, what over 50 means. Yeah. Well, I'm not making excuses. I don't, I will straight up tell someone I don't have the dedication. Yeah. And I don't mean that as a joke. I mean, like if you want to compete in your fifties, like, so I'll be 52 next week, birthday coming up by the way. So Ben, you got six shopping days, baby, get on it next um, week, like yeah, Monday. August- August 8th, a week from today. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, get your shopping list together. I probably won't even be conscious all of Monday because the, the, the last <laughs> night party is where I just I full send it. But I think if you want to be a competitive athlete at the, in this age division and up, you have to forsake all of the things. Mm-hmm. You have to have a yep. great diet. You have to get yep. incredible rest. You can't have a ton of extracurricular activities. Like your extracurricular activity has to become mobility and, you know, ice baths and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have to, I mean, look around this room alone, dude. I got too many hobbies. I'm playing guitar. I'm going fishing. I'm like, you know, I got this damn cat to deal with. I got too much going on and I don't care to do it. So I'm not going to. So I don't think yeah. it's impossible, but I'm not willing to dedicate that kind of time to do it. But God and- bless those that do. That's what blows my mind. And I have like even more respect, not that I don't have any lack of respect for anyone who qualifies, but for the select few individuals out there that still qualify for the CrossFit games and hold down a non CrossFit related job, full-time job. That's incredible. Like it's outstanding. 
And I know it's especially in the in the you know the the open division, uh, not non age group divisions. That's becoming more and more rare, but it still exists, and I, and I just I find that incredible. Well, now that you said that, I'm just going to blame the bank. It's going to be great. It's my boss's fault that I'm not qualified for the games. Perfect. Damn banking. Same, same. My boss is terrible. Your boss is a dick. No doubt. It's so it. funny. I get people who DM me all the time, like Ben. When are you going to start competing in the games? And I'm just like, never, <laughs> never ever. Like I'll do the open for fun, but that ship has sailed, and I have no interest in reengaging in that world. I love the people who do, but uh, but yeah, now I'm, I'm all about scaling, bailing, and and seeing what I can do on on a few workouts a week. How old are you? Thirty two. Thirty two. Thirty two. Yep. I got it right. Okay, good. That's that's a tough division, bro. Like you talk about competing, you're you'd be out there with the Nick Urancars and the Dan yes. Bailey's. And Dan Dancer is uh, competing this year. Yeah. He's been training a lot out here with some people that I know, and. Uh, yeah, I mean they're 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 still there. I mean they're still elite elite level. I mean, I mean the, if you've been only getting harder. this fit, if you'd been this fit thirty two ten years ago, I'd say yes, you could go out and compete today, and you'd yeah, be competitive for sure. But man, that like CrossFit continues to level people up. I will be really interested to see what the you know ten years from now what that fifty year old division looks like. It's gonna be it's gonna be impressive because. Yeah, like if you if you take my numbers today and drop me ten years ago in CrossFit, like I'm I'm potential I'm a probably a games level athlete. Yeah, uh, I haven't checked the stats on that, but like my snatch my like I'm like really really excellent at CrossFit, and now it's like I didn't even make the I didn't even make it out of the open, you know. <laughs> and it's just like it's it's crazy, it's crazy every year what the sport is capable of continues to impress even people who do it. Yeah. People are leveling up. You gotta you gotta start hitting that endure ball, buddy. Yeah, you're right. I should do <laughs> drugs. <laughs> totally, totally worth the cancer risk. I don't care what anyone yeah. does. Yeah. That's sarcasm. Obviously, obviously we're being sarcastic, everyone. Yes. Don't this is not medical that. advice. If anyone takes medical advice from me, you're on your own, man. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, this has been fun. I'm excited to see you. This is gonna be a good week. I'm time. excited too. Um I have to give a Give a pitch. Uh, if you aren't able to make the games and you can't come to the WAD prep party, I have another thing for you. That is the WAD prep pick'em. So basically it's like we're throwing a party inside of WAD prep for people who can't make the games and we're running like this crazy deal where you can basically save a ton of money. Um, it's at least 50% off the, the courses that you get and the URL is wadprep.com slash games dash special dash picks um and it is on the screen uh if you're watching on all the various streaming platforms go there and then you can get a huge discount on basically your choice of the skill program so if the reason you can't make it to the games is because you just can't string together more than 20 double unders you can grab double unders and least or in john's case the only reason he can't make it to the games is because he can't handstand walk more than you know 50 meters he needs that 75th meter um we have a handstand walk course um but in all seriousness if, if anybody wants to get a great deal on some amazing wad prep courses go grab them there it's a great sale i think we're going to run it through the wad prep party so the wad prep party is on friday night and once that party start starts we're stopping the sale i think that's what we're going to do i wish i could handstand walk one meter ben <laughs> 
Okay, I was a little generous. You're right. Yeah, I know. Exactly. We'll, we'll work on it. All right. Ben, it's been fun. I'm excited to see you and your team. And uh, for everyone listening, we really appreciate you guys joining. This is always fun for us, but we love hearing from you guys. So if you're at the games, say hi. If you're not at the games, shoot us a DM. We'd love talking to you and uh, continue to give us ideas for the show. And with that, we will chat with you guys soon. Peace. See you in Madison.